Bruce Lawn. Couple days ago, today, not really sure, Kurt Franklin dropped this podcast called Good Words with Kurt Franklin, interviewing Chance the Rapper. Very dope podcast. You should really check out the entire thing. It's on Spotify. I'm going to be giving my thoughts on it and three takeaways that I have from it. But top to bottom, this thing is super fire, and it, it, it reveals a lot about Chance's testimony, his approach to music, all these different things. So I'm going to be giving you guys my big three takeaways. I'm bummed out that there's no video version for this podcast. Kirk, my man, if you're watching this, holla at your boy. I'll get you set up. Oh, I hope your team gets set up. There should be a video of this. I would have loved to see the video of this, but it's okay. We gonna work with the audio of this. Now, the first takeaway from this that I thought was crazy was Chance the Rapper, Chance the Rapper teaching VBS. Do you guys know what VBS is? VBS is Vacation Bible School, okay? And and I wanted to play this clip, react to it. This is Chance talking about his testimony and how he see. I would have never thought I would see Chance the Rapper teaching VBS. And this is back to 2015. Check this part out. So, boy, what you know about VBS? Um, what you know about that, I, boy? I run a VBS. You remember you <laughs> called in and talked to my students one time. I've been Oh, yeah. So Chance runs a VBS. Kurt Franklin apparently called in and talked to Chance's students at one time. Wild. Okay, okay, so okay, I took okay. Over, I took over in 2000. 15 so we've been running it for five years but she she started it in the 70s and uh and so since since i was a little kid we would go up to the church i wasn't like the kids that was there every day like i wasn't going there on wednesdays and thursdays and all the other stuff but i was up at the church at least two days a week and then i spent all my summers at the church but i think it's a very very different relationship when you come to find jesus on your own as opposed to like yeah you know yeah. just hearing about it from your grandmother or being prayed over or going to you know, Bible study or whatever, like, when you actually, when he comes to you or when you find him, you're like, yeah, it's a very different relationship. So, yeah, I knew Jesus when I was a kid, but I ain't, I ain't know Jesus until yeah, I was yeah, probably yeah. 21 or 22. Yeah, it's like rumors. You kind of heard that he was kind of like, you was like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Was there a point in your life where it got dark for you? Or when it got difficult, where it became personal? Was there a moment where... So, first of all, that's really cool. Like, chance... Like, imagine being, like, a kid pulling up to church and Chance the Rapper, who's just on TV with, you know, I don't know, Justin Bieber, Kanye, and he's the... the, the, the <laughs> he's the, the vacation Bible school teacher. Now, VBS is a week-long thing. Yeah, my wife teaches it. We've done it at our church, multiple churches. It's it's very, very, very cool. So that's super dope. Um, yeah. Now, now check this out. Those of you guys that are um listening to this and you're like, chance, chance hasn't showed repentance in his uh, walk. Okay, we're gonna get there. We're going to get there. Just bear with me. I wanted just to open up to just highlight something that is very interesting regarding that. And so we're going to get into more of what he shares about his testimony. Uh, but I did, <laughs> did want to share that. Now, check this out. Um, Kurt Franklin then uh, cha cha takes the conversation uh, regarding his testimony and more of that. So just listen up and we're going to get into the areas that, uh, you know, he may be falling short in. But listen. 
Like he knocked on your heart and kind of like an uppercut you in your chin. Like was there a dark yeah. moment like that? Yeah, I, it was a very dark moment. I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too deep with it. I would rather I'll bro, tell it like bro, uh, bro, uh, get as deep as you want to. This is your Big Brother show. The best way to describe it is uh, there's a story of Jesus when he uh, when Jesus was tempted in the desert, right? And so mm -hmm. like yeah. Jesus was uh, brought. After after fasting all these days and walking through the desert, the devil came to him and basically tried to tempt the Lord, like in the flesh, yeah. and uh, use his flesh against him, and tried to tempt him into turning his these rocks into bread. And then, uh, and then he took him to the tip top and looked over the city and said, "You could have this whole world." And and, uh, and then told him to jump and asked him to get the angels to catch him. And he basically tried to tempt the Lord, right? Yeah. And Jesus, being Jesus, you know. He's infallible. So mm -hmm. it, it didn't work on Jesus. And I think those same kind of temptations in terms of asking us in our most fleshly forms, you know, we're not perfect. We're not the the son of God in the way that right. Jesus was. Right. We get tempted right. the same way. And I was in a moment where I was very scared and tempted and being shown the world and the sheer fear that was on my heart caused me to kind of pull back into myself for a while. Wow. And it wasn't until I started to dig into the word that I started to feel less fearful about whatever this energy was that I ran into. Hmm. And so, yeah, no, basically, I guess the in the uh, best way to describe it is I was I was faced with the world on a golden platter and I it, the way that it was presented to me was so Unpure, that I could smell that it wasn't for me. Woo! He said the way the world was presented to him on a golden platter, it was so unpure. It was so unpure that he knew it wasn't for him. That's that's really uh, that's really powerful. Imagining the access to excess, someone like a chance who is, you know. Grow, grows up Christian, has arguably one of the biggest platforms in the world, trying to figure it out. Some some substance abuse, some trauma going on. He said he saw said he saw early in the interview. He really should have watched the entire interview. He said early in the interview that he saw his best friend get killed in front of him, which there's a degree of PTSD there, and he's navigating, and then he's catapulted to superstardom, and how he's walking through this entire process, trying to walk out his faith in the middle of being a massive celebrity. And I talk about it all the time, access to excess. A lot of y'all got to be very careful uh, what you're praying for. Um, a lot of you guys got to be very careful that if you're praying for fame and success, it's, <laughs> it may not be what you think it is. And in, clearly in this case, it wasn't, um, it wasn't what the average person thinks it is right. And it was something that was challenging for him. And it was something that was, that was, um, very difficult probably for him to walk through and to figure out. And, uh, and, and, and I think it's a very interesting position that he's in as a Christian guy who grows up. However, he's dealing with drug addiction, right? And we're going to get into some of that here in a second. And so I would encourage you guys that again, listen to the whole interview, Listen to the whole interview because I think it'll really give you some good context. And uh, and and those of you guys that have been following Chance, 
will 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 if you if you don't see the transformation in Chance, and I've been following him for for years, right before Acid Rap, um, you know that there's something completely different about this dude. The other part I wanted to highlight is Chance's. This isn't in chronological order, meaning the flow of this is different than it was said. But I wanted to highlight this, and this is Chance talking about on his interview with Kerr Franklin, and him talking about this this position of being you know, classified as a gospel rapper, Christian rapper, not really aspiring for it, but not backing away from it and how he believes he's different and exactly the fact that he wasn't prepared for any of it. And, uh, and what makes him different from a Kanye West? Uh, again, check out the good words podcast with Kurt Franklin. I think this is really interesting. Listen, listen up to this. Okay. Check this out. Question. <laughs> Is I want to know from you that when you started seeing headlines calling you a gospel rapper, mm-hmm. did that scare the hell out of you? Because that's not what you were trying to do. Yeah, it did. To be honest, it <laughs> yeah. was a. I I actually never wanted to be, at the time, or even I would say to this day, considered a gospel artist. Because when I think of the word gospel, I think of the gospel or you know the good news, or, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm and my album. It was very far from what people were used to seeing in mainstream hip hop in terms of, you know, being honest about my faith and stuff. But it still wasn't like to me, a gospel album. Kanye made a gospel album. His Mm. last album to me was fully in service of Christ. I think all my projects are me explaining where I'm at in life. So my last one was about getting married. The one before that was about me finding Christ. The one before that was about me doing drugs. The one before that was about being in high school and getting suspended. Mm. So it's like I try and tell my story, and I think I still have an album in me that's going to be fully in service to Christ. Woo! That's cool. Okay, so, so, so listen to what he's saying. Okay, he said that to him... A gospel album is something that is fully in service to Christ. He said Kanye's last album was a gospel album. He said, my albums are just a reflection of where I am in my life. Last album was about getting married. Those of you guys that are like, where's the fruit, Ruslan? Where's Chance the Rapper's fruit? It's in him getting married. How about that? How about this man was... Doing drugs before that album, gets married, and makes a whole album about being married and being a Christian. Yes, there's profanity on it, but by and large, goodness gracious, this man went from acid rap to, you know, the big day, which wasn't as dope artistically, if we're going to be honest. But boom, there's the fruit. This man repented of his sexual immorality and married his long-term girlfriend, who, you know, is a Christian as well. So that right there is is. I don't know what else you want from fruit. You know what I'm saying? So back to this point, though. Listen, this man is is saying, hey, I never saw myself as a gospel artist or a gospel rapper because that is directly in um, in service to Christ. Kanye does a gospel album. He says, I'm 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 just a rapper who's rapping about my life. So when I when I when I was a kid on 10 day suspended from school, that's what I rapped about when I started experimenting with drugs. On acid rap, that's what I rapped about. When I started finding Christ in 2014, 2015, he said he came to Christ in 2015, I think he said. He said, that's what I rapped about, right? And when I got married, that's what I rapped about. He said, I still have a gospel album in me. Really cool. That's 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 super dope. And by, by gospel, he now is saying flat out like about Jesus and the way that this is different from, um, you know, his other work. But this is the question. This is the question I, I, I really have for a lot of you guys is, 
You some of y'all get really mad when artists don't want to wear the label Christian, Christian rapper, Christian artist, gospel rapper. But he's telling you guys why? Because he's saying, listen, my albums are not in direct worship reflection to Jesus the way Kanye is. And so, as a society, he's in a spot where he's too Christian for the world because he's still going to talk about God, but he's too worldly for the Christians. And so he's in this weird in-between place. And so those of you guys that are here, like, would you him rather not say he's Christian and never talk about his faith? Or would you rather see the messy process of somebody that's wildly influential with immense access to excess going through the process of sharing his light, sharing his life before the world? That's a really, that's a really tough balance, right? Because some of you guys really want your Christian artists, your Christian influencers, your, your, your Christian, I don't know, athletes, you want them perfect. Like, y'all, you want them without any blemishes, any sin. And, you, and you, what you're really doing is you're idolizing people. You're putting them up to standards that you don't even hold yourself to because you're looking at Chance and you're saying, oh, well, he had a, a line about this. And by the way, on this channel, I've historically called out all the inconsistencies in Chance from the booty applaud line to the line about smoking weed on a holy song. Consistently, I have. But you, you, you want to elevate people to a platform that you're not even on. Like, you probably deal with some degree, I don't know, of profanity. Your web history probably doesn't look the cleanest, yet you have this, you have this expectation of, of artists who's, he's in his early 20s. Like, this man is in his early 20s, and you want him to live to the standards of a pastor. So, serious question, would you rather someone in Chance's position just not talk about God at all, right? Because you're saying it's confusing and he doesn't show, you know, whatever, evidence of repentance, or would you rather see the messy process? This is my issue with a lot of Christian hip-hop in general, is you guys really want folks to, um, you you guys really want to hold He's in his late 20s now. He came to faith in his early 20s. That's what I'm saying, okay? Don't get the timelines confused. 2015 is when he says he accepted Jesus. He said he was 21, 22. Acid rap was already out. He was already popping, okay? The, the, the coloring book came out, I think, in 2016. He was already a megastar, all right? So let's keep up with the timelines for me. So if we're talking about this man becoming uh, one, of the arti- one of the huge artists, uh, would you rather him not talk about anything and just be quiet about his faith? Or would you rather him share them the messy journey and be willing to hop in conversations with the Eshan Burgundy and go back and forth on scripture who also called him out regarding the booty applaud line, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. How do we find that balance? But specifically in Christian music, Christian hip hop, you guys want to hold the RGs and the Hovies and these young guys to the standards of, uh, a freaking elder, like, and an elder should be above reproach. He should blah, 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 blah. And it's like, fam, these are young kids. These are young rappers. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to get it wrong. They're going to drop the ball. Like, I think I think it's a very, very, very complicated thing. And I think a lot of times the fans and the consumer, you guys just hold artists to standards of elders and pastors. And they're not. That's not what they are. That's not what he set out to be. So, something to think about. Now, now listen to him be vulnerable and talk about how he's dropped the ball. Like this is, he's, this is, there's no shame in him being transparent. Check this out. Difficult. That balancing act was, I don't think so. I think I'm still unprepared. It's a, it's a daily fight and there's all types of spiritual warfare within the industry that we work in. And so mm, I, yeah. I think 
what I am able to do is I, I have I've been blessed with good discernment, I think, to a certain extent to mm. be able to kind of just see what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. But also, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's uh God is absolute. So it's like he's absolute in his forgiveness, but he's also mm-hmm. absolute in the fact that he gave us the information that we needed. And so Ooh. Ooh. I'm good. I, I think I've tried you know, I don't know. I'm still like I'm still figuring this stuff out and still battling with just outside of music, like watching my mouth and watching, you know, how I react to things and it's a daily battle. But I I think I was in that in that same regard, I feel like he said it's a daily battle. He's still figuring it out. He's still talking about watching his mouth, right? A lot, I bet you a lot of the, the critiques that I've said on, on songs like Holy, him referencing weed, all these different things, I bet you he would agree with me. Like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, right? But that's interesting that he's self-aware enough to say, yeah, guys, I'm still working through this stuff. I'm still figuring it out, right? I, I don't always have the same tools or the same resources or the same outlook or the same feeling or spirit every day, but I feel like, you know, God's not going to give me more than I could bear, mm. and so I just got to look for the tools that Jesus has given me in the moment so I could get through. And I feel like that's like my everyday battle. Jeez. And you're talking about one of those tools being discernment. How- this is really good to get into discernment right here. One cultivate. This is, this is like a real practical nugget for a lot of us. And how, how can a person cultivate discernment or is that a spiritual gift? Ooh. I think to a certain level it's a spiritual gift because I think the only way to really tone it or work that muscle is to be in the word and... The only way to tone it and work that muscle is to be in the word. Come on, Chancellor. I am learn the word. Learn the I word. Didn't necessarily have the word right in front of me, but he gave me the word and then as I went through it, I picked up my book and then it's right there. It's like this is what you're living yeah. through. And so I think it's both sides. It's something that you have to it's a skill. That you have to, just like you go to the gym, you got to work out. Mm. But it's also, I think God, you know, he blesses people. That's just a true thing. There's people in the Bible that were blessed. and it's- Wow. So that's really dope. Okay, so 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 the tension of being a Christian and, and music while not having it all together and still wrestling with stuff like drug addiction and your mouth and all these different things, right? While saying, yeah, and I'm pressing more into the word. Why? Because I need to grow in discernment. And it's not just a spiritual gift that some people have. It Sometimes it's like that, but other times you need to learn that word and you need to understand what God's ways are so you can walk in God's will. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was really good. Um, and, and and I think that's a very, very good uh, gauge in terms of just how spot on he is with this stuff. And so I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate the vulnerability. I think he, in his position, is doing the best that he can. And, and I'm excited to see where Chance is when he's 30, right? Like, where is Chance when he's... When he's my age, like I'm, I'm 36. Okay, guys, just, 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 just so we're clear, like I've been walking with Jesus since I was 17, actively in ministry, actively preaching. There was no sabbaticals, there was no time off. Consistently, 
I don't know if I would have handled everything that he's had to go through as well as he has. And I'm not saying he did it perfectly, but that's what that's why I think we we miss it is is you really you some of y'all are really thinking that you get saved and your life is perfect. That's just not how it works. And if you get saved and then there's access to excess and there's fame and there's all kinds of access to stuff that you didn't have before, it's a it's a tough 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 journey. So, in that, I, I would hope that we would all have a little bit of grace on Chancellor as he's trying to figure this thing out. The third part of this interview that I thought was extremely awesome with Kurt Franklin and um, Chance the Rapper on Good Words uh, podcast, Kurt Franklin's podcast, was Kurt Franklin getting a Chance's opinion on megachurch pastors, on preachers and sneakers, and on some... <laughs> Yo, this part right here is hilarious. Now, guys, he's gonna say a tad bit of profanity here, so just brace yourself some of you guys get really sensitive about that uh but i think in the context i think it's hilarious so check this out this is chance and kerr franklin specifically uh, alluding to sneakers uh was it preachers and sneakers that instagram specifically and, and and what his thoughts are on on mega church pastors and all that kind of stuff check this out his blood Jesus. is red his blood is yeah red. at the yeah, end yeah, of the day yeah, like he yeah. died for me so yeah, i'm not tripping yeah. that's what's good I, chance do you think that we're trying too hard to make jesus cool to culture that's a great question. Do you think we're trying too hard to make Jesus cool to culture? I think like, so. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the bottom line is, you're talking about a guy that was born by a virgin, you know, mom and daddy didn't have sex, you know what I'm saying? Riding on donkeys that talk, turning <laughs> water into wine, <laughs> taking a ham sandwich and feeding thousands of people on the mountain. You know, all this stuff that people be like, bro, please, come on. Right. You know, um, do you think that we're trying too hard? This I don't is, think yeah, hold on, hold on. So this is a great question. This is a great question. This, this is a fair question. And I honestly, Kurt Franklin, who I think is very, you know, I think it's very cool in his, in, in his methodology. I think it's really interesting for him to ask that. So listen to Chance's answer on this. Too hard. I think that we could try the wrong way sometimes, you know? Mm, I don't think we're trying too hard. I think we could try the wrong way sometimes. At the end of the day, you could teach people a million things, but until God works on their heart, they're not going to be able to accept Jesus. So I feel like I've been in positions where, not even from a music standpoint, but just like in conversations. Like, you know, when you're a, a and Kanye just went through this. So like I got to see it on somebody else. When Jesus first comes and reveals himself to you, then you got to tell everybody. You got to call out everybody yeah. on what they're not supposed to do. And you got to tell them, yeah. see, that's God, you know. And, yeah. and you eventually, I think everybody, they start to pull back. Because most, so he's saying when Kanye came to Christ, he wants to tell everybody all the things are doing wrong. And then you read the book of 1 Corinthians, specifically chapter 5, and you realize that it's not really your business to be telling folks who don't know God, you know, holding them to non-Christian standards. That, and that's a whole other thing. We've talked about this at length. Read the whole book of 1 Corinthians, okay? And so that that's interesting. And some of y'all are still in that place. Like some of you guys still think you're like fruit inspectors. Some of you guys think you're like my accountability partner over the comment section. Some of you guys think you're, you're people's uh, Lecrae's accountability partner over the comment section. You're new to the faith. You're radical. And, and, you, and you're just super passionate and zealous. Um, it's interesting that he points that out. To understand, like, that's not the way. But, like, I had a long time where, like, any kind of thing that I could even think that went against the Bible, I was ready to get into a debate mm. real quick. And I had mm. to realize, like, you can't debate somebody into accepting Christ. Like, Woo! you have to wait on the Spirit to move on them. And so I think our job is to still spread the good news because mm. we are 
tools of Christ. We are we are God's children that that have been blessed to know the word. And so we have to keep singing his praise. We have to keep spreading the good news. But I think we just have to be careful in how we do it and not in a way that, you know, alters his word or, you know, does yeah. anything that's yeah. not, you know. But I think I think we I think what we're doing is right. I think we're supposed to be talking about what he did and what he does. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I do agree with you that maybe we, you know, as leaders, we may have to come back and really reassess that maybe, you know, trying to have the freshest sneaks around y'all and <laughs> yeah. trying to have the dopest drip around y'all. Maybe, <laughs> maybe here's the, be a little too much. Here's the preachers and sneakers co- conversation. Listen up. Sometimes. Share that with me a little bit. How does how does that feel? No, 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 no. Like, 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 like on God. Like yeah, just right yeah. now, just on God. Yeah. Chance. So, so when you see a Christian preacher, or pastor, or a gospel artist it's try tough. to rock with you, <laughs> give me some. Talk it's, more about that, bro. Don't play with it. Come on, give it to me and be one hundred. Keep it a buck too. I think. I think. Okay. So this is me keeping it a thousand with you right now. I think sometimes when you see a pastor on stage that's telling you about Jesus, who even if you don't know Jesus, you know that he was the only king that was born in a manger and some straw in a box. So interesting that Chance goes into Jesus being born in a manger and, and, and more or less alludes to the fact that Jesus was not rich, which is you would think that he would be, or people, the perception would be like, oh, he's a celebrity, he has bad doctrine, he's on a prosperity kick, and it's totally opposite of that. Listen up. You know that he's the king that didn't ride a horse and rode a donkey. You know Mm. that he was poor. Yes. You know that he was poor. Interesting. And, And so when you see somebody that's giving you the word, if they're not extremely humble, if they're not extremely meek, even someone that's not used to being in that space or doesn't super know Christ, I think sometimes it it feels like it's conflicting ideas. Mm. Though it may not be. Though, God, though it may not be. It seems like it's conflicting ideas, though it may not be. Probably bless them with all the things that they have. I think that sometimes there could be a little dissonance. And I think I'm only saying that because I've noticed people notice it. When you and your, should I say, mainstream friends, when y'all look at some of the people that try to be around you that rep the church, you're saying that a lot of you and your friends don't see these people as people that you want to trust your heart with. So hmm. I think I'm different. I live in Chicago. Like, I'm afraid of going to megachurches. Like, I- I'm afraid of going to megachurches. You would think that Chance was just chilling at a megachurch. This is interesting. I've been my, like, for a long time. So I, I live in a different thing, you know, I think when— when I go to L.A. and my friends want me to go to their church, that's like one of the first things that I notice is like, this nigga got a chain on? Like, you know, it's like, it's like, a, <laughs> it's, but that's, that's me. And I got to also like, my wife talk, tells me about it. She's like, you got to like work on your heart because you don't, you're supposed to hear the word. You don't mm. need to look at him to get the word. And so I think that might be me. But my friends, for the most part, they are, you know, I don't think that they see a problem with it because they live in L.A. also. So like. They hang out with their pastors outside of church. They, you know, they all drive the same kind of cars. Their mm. churches are way, way bigger, too. The churches are like, mm. they fit thousands of people. And so yeah. uh, I think it's like they're they're used to it, and that might be what L.A. needs. And I've gotten a good word. I went to Torrey's church one time and got a, got a real good word. I wish that I could remember it right now. Wow. So that's interesting. So, so <laughs> he said it. 
<laughs> he said, this Edward got a trade on right now. Yo, that's interesting. But there is this, this, there is this thing. Those of y'all that come out to you go to New York, you go to LA, the 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 culture is just different, right? And 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 the, obviously, you got the, the 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 preachers and sneakers, which I'm supposed to have the homie from Preachers and Sneakers on the channel soon. Um, they, they sent me in advance of his book, um, but it's just a very interesting time. So it's very interesting to hear someone like Chance say, "Yeah, I'm not really on the mega church thing," and saying more or less that it's a stumbling block for him. Like he's saying, "I'm watching some of these guys, and I'm like, yo." Uh, this fool got a chain on, like, you know, he it's a little over the top, and he's saying there's nothing wrong with it inherently, but just the fact that it's happening is um is 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 interesting and it makes him uncomfortable. And he said his wife would have to then tell him, hey, like it's not about the person preaching, it's about the word. That's really interesting. Now, I don't have a problem with folks wearing nice shoes and you know what I'm saying? That 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 whole thing. Um, I think um I think I have nice shoes. I got Yeezys and Jordan 14s and the whole bit, right? I think that the issue comes into the context and the appearance of it. And when, you know, dudes is running around with $1,000 shoes, $1,500, you know, $1,500, $2,000 shoes. So it's, it's a very interesting balance to have, right? It's a, so there's nothing wrong with having nice stuff. But can that be a barrier to entry for some people to check you out and, and to listen to you. It's a very interesting conversation in light of culture, in light of stuff like preachers and sneakers, in light of celebrity Christianity and what you would or wouldn't think that. So I think it's very interesting. Um, I'm curious to hear from what you guys think. Hopefully listen to Chance's entire interview. Shout out to, you know, Good Words with Kurt Franklin. Super dope, um, super dope podcast. I was extremely edified. They go into uh, the church being used to activate more social causes and, and how it was back in the day and this whole thing. And so I thought it was super dope. Um, I think it's a really good listen. I encourage you to check it out. All right. King stream entertainment. Bruce lawn. Joshua the King came down and bore it all. Yeah. Conversations front of the fireplace. All of my mistakes out of wire race. Wanna operate at a higher pace Birth pains causing the body to dilate On a first name basis with the worst pain facing 